Jesus promises. That was creepy. Alright. I'm just staring at the camera. I don't know where you're gonna start it. Okay. You don't Everyone, have to wow. No. Everybody, wow. Okay, okay. All right, no. that's it, dude. Everybody bunk off. Where, where's my phone at? Put the vibrator away. Right here. Where's my phone? behind your computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Repost my post on Instagram to our podcast. Anything, We're wasting time. Okay, ready? I'm going to start. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of Tasting Notes. That's right. Episode three. And we have a guest today. Hi. You guys started. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, wait, it's hard to tell. has the music played yet? He edits that in. Oh. You guys that don't play that live intro, every time? And now. I don't know. All right. Um, you guys feel awkward? No. Do you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like, am I on a podcast or We're in yeah. a podcast? Oh, you know what? Okay, so we have to, um, our sponsor. So this, this podcast is brought to us by Augie's Coffee. Not only do they drop some of the hottest coffee, they drop it low. Augie's Coffee in Redlands, California. Shout out to Austin Memento. We had Monica, Lydia, Tim, Tim Tall, Skater Boy Tim. That is one of the coolest crowds I think I've ever met. No, no, don't tell them. I mean, it, it might be true, but let's, we don't want <laughs> don't them to know. Don't let them know that. They're gonna, their ego is going to be so bad after this. No, I'm just kidding. They're some of the most realest people I know. I don't even know if they exist. No, Are not, they real? They're not real people. Yeah. I've never met them. They're a company we made up. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Uh, we'll answer some of these questions in a second because I already got one. I got one burning my phone. Oh, hey, look. We have, there's a, there's a post Mackenzie did. I'm going to add it to my stories. Yeah. So we just got back. From the U.S. Coffee Champs. Wah, wah, wah. It was a lot of fun. I would disagree, but yeah, we got back. It was fun. It was fun. If you find anxiety and nerve-wrackingness, is that something You're telling me it was my first time competing, and I did horribly. That's subjective. All I've heard is you guys went and drank a lot. Yeah. Well, Not before my competition. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> I, like, I'm no, just like, bad. I'm just bad at what I do, I no, guess. No, no, no. What I'm saying, like, it's, you know, like, what sucks about it is that, like, um, I was nervous because I had to do the, the coffee and good spirits, and, like, I have all this alcohol, but I had cup tasters right after it, and so my thought was the same thing, too, where I'm like, I can't get drunk. Like, I can't be drinking before I do any of this, and, like, people are, like, walking around going, like, you want coffee, blah, 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 and I'm like, no. yeah. But I think, I don't know, as, as your coffee and good spirits, I think, went really great. With the minor few little road bumps, I think presentation-wise and confidence-wise, you seemed a lot less nervous than a lot of other people that were up there. Yes. And, and that's a huge thing to Jethro. We're going to shout out Jethro. He's mm -hmm. here, but I'm going to shout him out anyway. Yeah. Uh, I would have beat you. Yeah. I would have I beat you with like a plank. I feel like, like a piece it of wood. It would have gone way better if yeah. you were there to motivate me in yeah. such a sadomasochistic I was going to be like, motivate's a really friendly way to put it. Yeah. Well, I mean. Mm -hmm. There would be no drinking. Um, yeah, so 
I guess go into the details of what we actually did for preparation of this. So we'll go into like preparations of the SIGs competition and then we'll go into like what Mackenzie made us do to prepare for that competition. Cause I feel like you did force us, even though I didn't want to necessarily, which I think maybe it actually did work out in my favor, but we'll go, we'll go into uh, Jethro. What was our preparation routine like? It started weeks ago. I mean, really, we, we drove around. We went to really fancy cocktail bars. Yeah. Uh, we drank a fair amount. It, yes, was, it, was, yes. it was a lot of hard work. Research. It's it was research. data gathering <laughs> adventures. Quality control. Yeah, and then Steve would really annoy the fuck. Can I say fuck? I said fuck. Yeah, he annoyed the fuck out of every bartender that we could yeah. possibly find. That's not my problem. At one point, he asked for a job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duke Sealsburg, shout out to you guys. Great. Wonderful. Sorry. Yeah. For you Steve. asked for a job at Duke's? Yeah, but they're good because they got good quality control. They were like, they can see that I was only 13th best, and they were like, uh, you don't look like top six. So yeah. like, <laughs> he offered to sweep the floors yeah, just yeah. to come in like one day a week. Wow, well, that's dedication. Well, I feel like they, ha- they have something that I feel like I can learn from. So I was like, I need to work here. And I, you know, like, so I was just kind of like, I would, yeah, I would sweep the floors so I can learn what they're doing. Cause like, I feel like a jerk. Yeah, like, you know, there's something weird in the bartending industry where it's like uh, you create a really good drink and then all of a sudden you see like a company or a bar down the street that has your exact drink. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bartenders come in, they go like, oh, man, I mean, that really shit good. happens with coffee shops, with competing yeah. coffee shops, lavender and... lattes and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like I just read that that was kind of a jerky thing to do. I think they actually have a term for it. I forget what it's uh, forget the term, but. I was just kind of like, I don't want to come here and like, cause I, they're super friendly. So I would ask them for recipes and they would tell me like, Oh, I use this and this and this, but I'm like too dumb. So I would forget instantly. But like, I felt like I didn't want to like steal their recipes without any like shot, shout outs or right. anything. So right. I don't Credit. know. Credit. Yeah. yeah. But was it a few weeks ago? I feel like it almost, oh, I feel like December. No, yeah. it was more. Yeah. yeah it's, it been, was, it's been months. It's been a while. It was a lot of hard work. I didn't really like any of it. From a, from that's a, a, that's the sound of Smith and Cross, which I owe Brandon Paul Weaver uh, some Smith and Cross because him and I, uh, we get along due to spirits. Which coffee professional moved over to bartending? Uh, owns uh, a bar, so we'll have to go up there when we're there. Where's that at? Um, you know, I think he's in a uh, Seattle. Oh, I love Seattle. Yeah, I love Seattle. Shout out Seattle! Oh. I will be in you one day. All right, we're gonna, Me too. For good, not just to visit. I'm not pulling out. <laughs> all right, well, we can edit all this out. Like, this whole thing, I'm just going to hit delete. Um, so, I mean, he did a lot more than that. I mean, if I was to be a little bit less uh, an idiot about this, it was a lot of research. Steve spent far too much time trying to... So much time. Yeah, he spent a lot. He spent a lot of money, spent a lot of time, a lot yeah. of effort. Um, I mean, there was nights where he was here till. 11 midnight just doing his own just personal research. Yeah. <laughs> was just, I was there too. This place is creepy at night. I mean, the cool part, like for me watching him, was it wasn't just about the cocktails, it was about the entire process of making a cocktail, such as the ice, making clarified ice, mm-hmm. sculpting ice, chiseling it down to a diamond. Yeah, he would like. Which was so impressive. It was pretty cool. And people, he would be doing that right there on the counter, like in the cafe, and mm-hmm. people would come over and, like, what is that guy doing? And mm-hmm. He's got a knife and he's. 
making a huge mess. He's like, mess. oh, I'm just, I'm just chiseling ice. Yeah. No oh, big deal. I'm just an, making this yeah. diamond. It's an mm-hmm. ice diamond. You've never had an ice diamond? <laughs> well, you know, in all honesty, I was kind of hoping someone would be like, oh, well, and then I'd be like, here, let me put it in your drink. You, you haven't experienced, like, a bouginess until you've had, like, either clear, like, really nice clear ice or an ice diamond. Like, someone to hand form a, di- like, ice for you. Some of the bougiest things that you will ever get that you can totally appreciate. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I know there's this bartender um, that literally was working at these like really fancy high end bars and they would like have a perforator and they would literally perforate corners of the ice and then like hit it off. And that's how they got fresh chunks of ice for each drink they made. Nice. Yeah. That's that. See, you can appreciate stuff like that. So, so anyways, we put in a, uh, we put in a bunch of work into this, a few months worth of work, and uh, it. we placed 13th out of, I think, 17 people signed up. Two people did not show up, and then two other people got disqualified based on time. Um, From the SIGs? Yeah, you go over 60 seconds and you're disqualified, like, oh. automatically, and so I think they went over on time on their their, their thing. Which I was nervous about, but uh, I ended up doing it in nine minutes and forty-five seconds. But I placed thirteenth out of the fifth. It's either fifteen or sixteen people. Uh, either way, it was just kind of like uh, really fun to do. I did feel that my speaking was the strongest suit of it all. The drinks came out all wrong. Um, I think it's one of those things that are interesting. I forgot to add alcohol to one of my hot drinks, so it didn't cool it off enough. Some of the judges might have burned their tongue. Uh, my whipped cream was too warm because we didn't have a refrigerator, so it whipped up really instantly, and so it just clumped out of the shaker, and so I had a bunch of different issues, but overall, it was still kind of like a really fun experience, uh, something that I would want to do again, but I made it through on the finals for roasters and cup tasters, and so if someone does drop out, I could potentially be in which i think you should if someone drops out i absolutely oh think God, you should compete i don't agreed see but the thing is like i my passion is roasting and so it's like it, if i do the sigs again i'm gonna be 90 percent uh involved in the sigs and 10 percent in the roasting and i feel like i got a way clearer shot for roasting so it's kind of like well, I think you can learn from the what happened the first time around competing with SIGs is there's ways to simplify it, especially the travel part and the packing part. Obviously, you probably brought things that you might have not used and just remember like necessary things, not necessary things. I think there's a way to simplify it down and still do a really good job if you did get a chance at Nationals. Yeah, all you have to do is uh, take me. Yeah, yeah. I, I will, don't forget I'll carry him again. everything. And uh, oh. when, when, when all the like coffee people and you show still up, got I'll punch seventh, them. You still got seventh in roasters. Also, side note, guess who forgot his competition coffee? Oh, in Ukiah? Gonna, no, no, that's what I was gonna mention. So yeah, he shout out to Mackenzie, who was a uh, uh, what 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 a uh, my organizer, my handler. I'm not. I'm exactly, his travel manager. Oh, it wasn't even. It was beyond travels. But yes, I forgot my coffee for the competition, and so when I was gonna start sorting some coffee beans to clean up a little bit of the the coffee that I roasted for the roasting competition, I started looking around. I'm like, oh, it's not in my box. Oh, wait, it's not in my other bag. Then I'm like, wait, it's not in my other other bag. And then I'm like, I know damn well that it's not in my boxes that I shipped. Uh, I shipped out. And so I thought that was kind of like a super interesting, like, I was like, oh, no. Like, I honestly was just like, oh, that's it. I guess I'm just going to 
uh, quit, like quit roasting. And so, but I was like, it's going to be okay. We'll figure this out. I have FedEx connections. And it got there Saturday. I didn't get to pick out any more of the coffee. So I kind of just handed over my coffee as is. And because I was doing the SIGs, I didn't get to write my speech. And so I get to, I just kind of gave this really what I believe it was a half-assed speech. But uh, I didn't score horribly, which was kind of interesting. But um, I'm curious. How many things have you forgotten over the time of my life, just just in, just <laughs> in gen- like every single time you do a competition, I feel like you forget something. It's um, it's the it's honestly it's not just him. It's like all of us. Like there's every time there's a big event, one of us drops the ball on something. It's just like the Black Oak Way at this point. Yeah, there's. I mean, doing. I mean, cup tasters. I need a spoon. I had that. Uh, roasters. I needed to just bring my coffee. I should have had that. I didn't have that, and I didn't prepare for the speech. And then for the SIGs competition, I brought like four or five boxes of things, which uh, everything that was in there was needed for the most part. Right. So it was kind of like I couldn't. I like I can't figure out like how to whittle that down. But I don't know. It, it was a really fun experience. Um, so that was the SIGs competition. Then I did some roasting. The roasting is kind of self-explanatory. Roast coffee, bring it, have them taste it. They score it. Um, I guess I did pretty good on the roasting and then did moderately well at my speech. But I lost second place by 0.5. And I was... Um, For roasting? Yeah. So the one of my judges was like, oh, if you gave me more descriptors, because I, I just put like... I just said, this is medium body. And he's all like, oh, if you would have said, like, this is a lush medium body Man. or a velvety mouth. Just feel. adding more adjectives. Yeah, that's kind of what he wanted because he was like, you hit every single note. Like, it tasted exactly like how you described it. But if you just had that little bit of adjective, he's like, I would have gave you that 0. 0.5. So I was just like. Hmm. <sighs> well, you're in nationals and learn, learn from qualifiers what um, to do yeah so yeah you you talk to your judges and you kind of go like where can i make points up and i'm excited about this uh new format for roasting just because i feel like i have it kind of what like i've done it before so i kind of know what i'm doing so that was it so i'm curious uh, with both of you uh, a lot of these competitions seem very much from an outsider's point of view like you're both doing this process but then at the same time trying to appease some type of like technical, mystical judging thing. Not for me. Not for cup tasters. Cup tasters, it's it's uh, yeah, I like all that. up to you. You're either right or you're wrong. There's no like because right. for me, there's no judgment on it. Yeah, because you know, like what was what what was a little bit, um, and I had to talk to my judges, which I haven't talked to. I just feel like I got low scores for my drinks, what I which I really liked my drinks. But they were kind of like, uh, there was, they were both a hot mess, but I was just kind of like, oh, um, I felt like they tasted good, but maybe based on what they would tell me, maybe they, it wasn't as coffee forward and all this stuff. So I had to talk to them, but yeah, I, I feel like the subjectiveness of it, but. So for, so for the hot beverage, you did something with cascara, right? Uh, yeah, I did like a cascara hot buttered rum. So. You could do cascara instead of coffee or espresso. Does cascara count under those categories? No, he had espresso in it as well, too. Oh. Yeah, he had both. Somebody, all right, so I put out that question. Someone said, is forgetting critical items a 
superstitious part of your uh, advancement routine? Yes. That's, I don't, Why do I feel like that was Mark? No, that was Veronica. But <laughs> they, they know, too. They know all about it. So, yeah, that was a good question. Uh, I don't think it's on purpose. I think it's on accident. It's but absolutely I think, not on purpose. I think well, it's because you've been drinking a lot. No, no. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, okay, but this is something else that was kind of like, well, I don't beat myself over being like this place or that place. I do that. Well, I just, yeah, Jethro does that for me, not me. But because uh, I feel like if I was to say, I see, I don't like the attitude is like, at least I wasn't last. Because then what about the person that is last? Literally something I said. Yeah. And, but, and so that's kind of why I mentioned it because it's like when you're in a line, you're going to have a first and you're going to have a last. And like, I, I feel like the idea is like to be the last in line to the whole world, okay, you're like, I don't want to be last of that. But to be the last in line amongst strong competitors, then that's a good line to be in. So I for feel sure. like, like it's not like I'm the last in line for people who are really bad at things. I guess a better way to say it is I'm really proud of what I did do. And I don't, I don't really know how to word it differently besides. I did horribly. So I was like, to know I wasn't at, like, did... Yeah, but see, it's like one of those things where it's like you did better than people that didn't compete. And when I say I did better than seven other people, that's see, it. See, no, but that's a bad attitude because yeah. you're saying seven other people did worse. So it, it's not like um, because then they're going to feel bad about it. Cause look well, at the, I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad. I'm already making myself feel bad enough with it's just how... Happen, it's just on accident. <laughs> yeah, I, I just say look at it differently because look at the... Remember that one guy that was talking to us who's like who did four and he was just like he was doing the same thing too where I'm like I'm horrible that was horrible like this is horrible and it was just like well anyone it's who just did. it's just frustrating knowing yes how how I could have done better and I know I have done better doing triangulations at work and for fun and then going up there and completely just choking and not doing what I, I didn't even expect to win or be in the top or even move on to nationals, but I did expect to do a little bit better than I did. But lesson learned, I know what I need to do for next year to prepare. When? I did cup tasters, by the yeah. way, for people that aren't aware. Oh, uh, I did have one person like come up to, uh, to me and be like, Hey, I love the podcast. Like, you're going to just make some podcasts and then just stop? Like, I'm addicted. You need to, like, blah, blah, blah. Well, and he, he, he was just like, I love, like, the, the whole, like, the McKenzie thing being out here and doing all this stuff. Like, we need to find out what happened with it. Like, what happened? Aww. So we have somebody we wanting. We have fans. We, no, we have fan. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> we have one, a fan. One person spoke to me. Not, uh, I was like, but. Somebody is interested on the arc of the story that started right. like a long time ago. So, uh, I guess also, what place do you uh, have to get in order to feel good? Oh my God, that's I, a great uh, question. I don't think at with this particular event, it wouldn't have been what place I got. I would have liked to at least One. have gotten four out of six right instead of two out of six right. Two like. And I, I understand there was a lot of other people that got two out of six and I'm they're I'm sure they're probably not stoked on it. Like, just like I wasn't Saturday after my competition, I was so bummed on myself, but 
then we went out and I had a lot of tequila mm. and I got over that really <laughs> quick. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like when I came back, you know what I told, I told a couple different people that the amount of effort that I put into my routine was like, if I had children and I let them down, like I let them down all the energy, all the work that I wanted to do for something or someone. And right at the end, I completely choked, bombed, uh, didn't do right. And I get it. it. Your main idea is that you put in all this effort and you did not perform to what you right. know you can. Because you've beat us before at Cup Tasting. Yeah. So, you know. But I feel like that's something you walk away with knowing that, like, I do that every time I do latte art. I mean, I'm, like, hot trash when there's people watching. But when I'm at work, I'm just like, boom. For sure. I totally feel that. And the one thing that this did do for me is that, really i'm i'm 100% going to compete again next year and i know i need to prepare better i need to do more triangulations i need to do more cupping and it also has aside from the competition aspect this whole event and i don't know why this event out of like the rest of all the coffee events i've gone to has given me a lot of inspiration and motivation just to be more involved in the coffee industry and show up at events and you know just be a be involved in the industry and put myself out there more. Yeah, that's called Coffee Fest High. I also changed my Instagram to public, and I'm posting more about coffee. So Yeah, so get at her. Drop those DMs. Slide in there. You can catch me at mm-hmm. McKenzie, M-C-K-R-R-R-E-N-Z-I-E. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, no one's going to. Whatever. What if I get like 50 followers tonight? I'll come to work tomorrow and be like. I'll block them. I'll, I'll end this podcast. Anyways, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, so we did cup tasters, we did roasters, we did that. All right, like that was a competition. There's other there's other aspects. Our of coworker what also oh, did yeah, yeah, yeah. roasting and cup tasting. Yeah, I forgot about it. We can't forget Tom. We can't. Who? Question. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyways, no, that's true. I forgot. Um, it, it's just it's more of the same story, but he did do roasters. He didn't uh, qualify to go on on roasters, um, and he did cup tasters. So he did better than I did. So he got seventh place. I got eighth place in cup tasters. Um, I think I did like four minutes and fifty seconds with five right, and he did four minutes and forty seconds, like ten seconds. So with five right as well. But uh, if I was to give which. I did give you this advice. My advice to you was take your time. I wish I could go back and slow the heck down. Heck down I wish yeah. I could just slow down and Don't take worry. my time. By my fourth set of cups, I caught myself literally just going through the motions and not focusing on what I was tasting. Just and at that something. point, right. yeah, at that point, not even picking, just like tasting, repeatedly like tasting and then catching myself like I'm not even thinking about what these taste like and then I had to stop kind of reset mentally take a deep breath and then finish my set what are you thinking about at that point are you thinking I honestly I think I just blacked out I'm thinking about people in the crowd I'm thinking about people finishing before me that are right next to me I had some I had a super talented person right next to me so that was like oh and Ken was also next to you too that's (laughs) But um, <laughs> no, he's he, that's the talent. He got second pick. place with five out of six in like two minutes and thirty seconds or something. Well, see, here's the thing: I was aiming for eighth place, and uh, was he aiming mission for, accomplished? Yeah, so I made uh, my goal accomplished. <laughs> I don't know if he was shooting for second, but 
Uh, shout out to Austin, who was so hungover, oh. so dead. That guy was on the the seats. He's laying across all the seats with the spoon on his face, just like dreading the moment he was going on, which was, which he didn't move on either, but he is a force to be reckoned when he's not hungover. Not sober, but not hungover. Does every coffee event involve lots of drinking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at one point or another. Do you drink sure. coffee at all? Yeah, you drink coffee during the day, and then when you start to forceful. crash on the caffeine, you that's start forceful. throwing no, back the shots. The coffee's involved in the competition. You're forced to drink coffee yeah. for the competition. It sounds like a strangely enabling cycle <laughs> of just uppers and downers. I and make coffee every morning at our Airbnb. On their vape pens and stuff like that. Vape pens, joints, blunts, I don't know. Oh, Are there any like oh. coffee orgies? Do you guys have coffee orgies I, at these I events? I have no idea about that, but... Wink, wink. Yeah, right. Come I, on, guys. I Tell can't. me the truth. No. <laughs> Everyone stop. Everyone relax on this line of subjects. Um, How hard is it to get into the coffee industry? You got to just get it. Not that hard. Like, what do you mean? Like, in, anyone can be in the coffee industry. Do you make coffee at home? You're in the coffee industry. I can come compete and drink with you guys? Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. sign up as an independent. Oh. A lot of people were, were competing as independents this well, year. Well, you don't have to be... Like, you can sign up and maybe you can, like, someone would be like, oh, yeah, you can sign up under a name. So you don't necessarily, just because you don't work at a coffee shop, have to be independent. Like, if you were, like, to want to compete and we were like, yeah, well, like, we'd want you to compete for us, we you can compete under a name. But no, you wouldn't want that. No, well, no, most definitely not. I've seen the way you dress. I, I see the way people compete. You're all very composed and thoughtful. Oh, my. I'm bringing whoopee cushions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a routine, but... Um, he wouldn't listen. I said use the whoopee cushions. He didn't. Yeah, so that that's competition. But what? Uh, so this is leading. So uh, Tom and I are going to Portland for the U.S. Coffee Championships. Uh, What's that mean? What do you guys do different? I'm going too, but I'm not competing. We don't know who's going. Just I'm, going for the party. I'm going. Well, I am going. Well, I need to take Michael. I need to take Michael's palate. The rest of them can stay at home, but I need that palate uh, to taste my coffee to help me write stuff. Um, so in this competition, Mackenzie, myself, and Tom, we each tasted six cups of coffee. Six sets. Six sets of with three. three cups in each set. Yeah. And then so in the championship, it's with eight cups. And it's three rounds. So you cup on fr- you cup them on Friday, and then the people who did really good uh, don't have to compete till Saturday. So everyone who who did well, the top sixteen from Friday move on to Saturday, and then they cup against uh, again, and then uh, the top eight move on again one more time. Now when is this? Uh, this is April twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. Okay. And what are you guys, are you guys going to train more and do more? And I don't know. See, that's the question. I was kind of like sitting here going like, I had no idea because Mackenzie was the only one being like, uh, I want to train more. And I feel like Tom and I were kind of both like, well, we cup a lot because of we were buying the coffee, but we don't do triangulation. So anyways, I felt that that was a, a good push on her behalf. And so now I'm sitting here going like, well, if I want to take this serious, maybe I should be training and doing triangulations. But Yeah, so on that, Mallory... Um, Hector's girlfriend just asked, she asked two, two questions. One it was kind of based on this and she just asked, how do you get into competing? And you just got to do it. You just got to, I signed up on our last podcast. Steve has been trying to get me to sign up for a 
a while and I was always nervous. And then our last podcast, I was like, kind of like, fuck it. Like I'm going to sign up. I text my boss and got his blessing and just did it. And I was terrified, but I'm so excited to do it again next year. Well, I knew you would. It's one of those. It was those things you've been wanting to do. And you said, yeah, I want to do barista competition. When I don't think you do. Nobody does. But I, I would. I honestly, mm. after seeing the sigs, I it would be fun to do that because I think the area we live in, I think we have a lot of options to make a really unique drink that's super unique to the area well i was like can you use like a cannabis infused vodka or something no you can sneak it in yes it's a tincture oh yeah but once they find out once they like start tripping no but even like like, finding some sort of like red wine and like coffee pairing that would be good together and that highlights like our area yeah, and, and that's I can't give it. away my secrets if I'm gonna compete. Well, you do a little bit like pine tree tincture, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Why this time? Why'd you do it this time and not in the past? What's changed? Because I've been, I was a lot more confident. This podcast, this I did year. it for the podcast. I was like, we need content. Is it for the I followers? Did it for the cast. Yeah. I was like, there's, we are speaking of nothing interesting. Let's make something exciting. No, it was just like hmm. exciting, and like, I mean, I'm not super confident. Like, oh, I have this great palette, but I'm. I somewhat, I. I'm somewhat confident, whereas, like, when we do triangulations or origin guesses here at work for fun, like, there's days where I beat Steve, Tom, and John, and so I know I have the ability. It's just, it's a different game when you're actually up there in front of people, and you're like, oh, shit, here is, like, it's time. You got to do this, and the coffees this year were dark. Which everyone was a little thrown they off by. Dark. They were They were dark. They were medium they were dark. plus. They were and they dark. were all low-grown Central America, something like that. Not all Central it America. It was hard. It was hard this year. Even okay. the best that were like, true. it's hard. Like, it was it was a tough year. It, they all tasted very similar. I'll give you that. Um, but, you know, what's exciting is almost everyone missed cup number five, and I didn't. <laughs> oh, shit. Or that was, set number five. That, no, that was the most irritating part where it was just like, oh, my God, you get the hardest one. And then miss the like the, the, the first know. the first three were the easier ones which were difficult still but it, at the same time too it was like you got number five that is the most ridiculous thing even yeah uh, mm. so when the, the the true challenge came you did well yeah so you yeah. have you have yeah. that on you have that on top of a lot of people where we we are like oh you guys can taste all the other ones but not the hardest one. Yeah, I mean, what, what, come on, give me some positivity here. You just did yoga, you're, you're channeling chi. <laughs> I'm blissed out right yeah. now. No, it was... Bliss OG. It was, it was tough, it was nerve-wracking, but it just has given me the motivation to do it again next year and do better next year. That's all that... I, I can't sit here and dwell on mm-hmm. what's happened in the past. And even like Saturday after I competed, I was trying to tell myself that, and it got to the point where I was like, you know what? No one's being like, what the hell? Like, you failed us. And well, so, most people. Well, no, I mean, no one from my company, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Are other coffee people nice to you guys? You go out there and they're, they're like. They're nice to me. Yeah? No, no. Not mm, Steve? No. no. Not. They don't like I'm, them. I'm they're a, nice to Steve. I'm a threat. No, no they're kidding. like. F- I'm the bad boy. Is fren- fre- frenemies? Yeah, yeah. Frenemies. But more friends. You guys party than together? Like, yeah. does, do all the coffee shops go out and get well, wasted? They just want what I have. Yeah. And that's donuts. Oh, I thought it was going to co- be dreads. Co- coffee knowledge. <laughs> I don't know. No, no everybody's chill. Like, I, I um, you know, this this one was kind of different just because, like, I was uh, highly focused on the, the coffee good spirits. And so I actually, I literally hid in the tent for, like, the first day 
because I was just kind of like, I'm just going to pace back and forth. But you know what? Like, coffee people are super dope because somebody actually saw me pacing a lot, and they were like, hey, is everything all right? Like, are you good? You, you all right? Do you need anything? I, I borrowed somebody else's timer. Um, somebody gave me a mallet to break ice. I clarified ice while I was over there, so they gave me a mallet. And um, people gave me things that I needed at the moment, and whether that be actual physical things or emotional things. And so that was kind of like a super... The cool, yeah, yeah, the cool thing about coffee people is like, you're. I mean, you're all competing against each other, you know, but we're all there for the same reason, to have fun and to expand our knowledge. And so at a certain point, it's like you want to support each other in that and be there for each other. And it's, it's a, it's like half fun competition and half just like, Oh, here are my friends in the coffee community that I've gotten to know. See the way I think I feel like I would like to word it is that it's not, we're competing against each other. We're competing with each other. Like not like, yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. way to word that. Well, because it's like, you the know, guys like, are so positive. No, no, no. Well, the issue is that like, like, you, you have multiple friends doing the same competition. You're not sitting there going like, oh, I wish friend A wins versus right. friend B. I mean, B. we had three people from the same company do the same competition. So that's a really great way to put it, that we're competing with yeah. with each other and, and not, wait. And I rooted I I I for my favorite employee, and that's me. That was, I hope Steve wins. No, but you know what? Okay, so that that's all that competition. What what else happened? There was two, two other big, mo- like, momentous things that happened. And that was uh, when we were walking around. So we went to uh, Moon Goat Coffee to go hang out at the Glitter Cat uh, party on mm-hmm. Saturday. Super cool. Glitter Cat, super cool. Shout outs to them. Uh, Moon Goat Coffee, super good coffee. Also, shout out to them. They had really good coffee on Sunday that I was drinking. But we ended up walking down the street. We're going from that party to another party because Mackenzie's like, I want to go to a party. And okay, like, no, no, this that, glitter no, clat. No, 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 no. no. Mm-hmm. Get her Listen, glitter. I can't even no. talk. Yeah, now. because you know what? It was only really it was big. ten. No, it was because, ten o'clock on no. a Saturday night, and I was like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying Mimi's. to go home yet. Like that's called the Mimi's hour. You, you, you see, you're not trying. You weren't. You had a blast Saturday night, and you wouldn't have unless I would have been like, let's go out. But yeah, I would have been prepared. We did detour. So a local guy was like, oh, go to this bar called the Wayfair. It's really cool. They sometimes have live music, and so we're in route there. We're walking. It's literally across the street. Steve's like, oh, Casa, this other bar. I've heard about it. Let's go in and check it out. It's like a swanky, bougie dive bar. Mm, Sounds like Steve. Yeah, Yeah. so we walk in there. We don't see anyone. We get a drink. We're sitting there for 10, 15 minutes, and all of a sudden, Augie's crew walks in. What's that like? Wait, wait, wait. Set the scene. What does this place look like? So we're sitting. Dim lighting. Okay, yeah, it's dim lighting. The bar's all nicely lit. The bottles of the bar are nicely lit Mm -hmm. with the bartenders are lowly lit, but you can still tell they're like all super hot. What do they look like? Um, I don't know. How it's hot? Super, just attractive. Like whatever. You what were think. they wearing oh, or they not were, wearing? They were barely wearing. They were wearing clothes. But I would, like you, you picture whoever you think is hot, right? So, mm-hmm. the dimly lit bar. The bottles were all lit up. That's what I was like. Where were you guys? You at the bar? Or you were sitting at a table. No, we what? actually got a table. Yeah. So they, we, yeah. Someone walked. So you're sitting up, at a dimly out. lit table. Then the Augie's crew bust through the door. Well, no, the, I noticed them first because like I'm sitting there talking to Mackenzie, and then I see boom, I see Austin walk up to the bar, and I actually posted a picture of Austin at the bar. I actually didn't know the Augie's people at that moment. I met them that uh, night after we ran into them and started interacting. See, the thing I know about Augie's is like when I've gone with them and I've hung out with them uh, and when I've done podcasts with them, like they drink good spirits. So when I saw Austin and then I saw Tim and Monica and, Lee, and they, they all walked in, I was like, yes. You know why? Because they know good bars. And so when I saw them, I was like, I am at a good bar. I wanted to go to this bar, but 
when they showed up, I was like, that's it. Were they all wearing like vegan leather jackets? And they came in and they all like Spro logos. You know what? They actually have a vegan a vegan sh- uh, joint, like a food joint next to them. So they sometimes do just eat vegan stuff. Like they'll post some vegan stuff. Tim, Tim, shout out to Tim, the roaster. One of the roasters. Uh, I don't know whether. Why are you making that face, Mackenzie? What? Yeah, it's a. I don't he's know vegan, but yeah. Um, and then a little bit later, a few minutes later, then we get Ken and Elizabeth walking in. So then I'm like, all right, this is gonna turn into everybody from coffee is gonna start walking in like because they know what's up this is the place to be but ended up just being like that small group but do you guys have a dance off oh yeah so oh we got down what does that mean you guys say like they get down they get down like austin literally got down really low he fell down no No, he didn't fall he was in complete control i swear his butt touched the ground like i even told him like that's impressive yes we were all like hey Was, what song was playing? Was there? I don't know. Was oh, it just you know quiet? Such it was. Good it was mm, <laughs> see, like it was look, country see, music. No, I no. You this this is before your time, country Mackenzie. Music. This is before your time. You're you're like twenty something. I don't know how old you are, but it was '90s hip hop rap music. That is not before my time. You okay. look like you're 22. Why do you look uh, upset you? by how that? How old are you? Well, no, don't say it on the internet. They'll find out. Uh. No, you grew up. What I, I feel like when I don't know when your teenagers was, but it was not I mean, during my the nineties. Teen- no, okay. Granted, I wasn't a you, teenager. You in can the like 90s, the music. I'll give but you that. But that's my before. older sister was a teenager in the nineties, so I was forced with the nineties trend, and then I was heavily involved oh, okay. in the early two thousands, which is arg- arguably, arguably. That's a word, yeah. Better than the 90s. No, are you from here? Are you from Ukiah? Where are you from? Born and raised. Oh, so basically you're like 10 years behind everybody else anyways. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a 90s baby. And the whole world is 10 years behind all the trends. So that's like you're 20 years behind everything. I mean, it makes sense. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying. So what was this guy's name whose ass was like down on the ground and he was Austin. Austin. Austin down to the ground to get out of the rain a memento. Okay, right on. You guys danced with him and got down. Was anybody else dancing? Was it just uh, was Monica it just Steve? was getting down. She's dude. Shout out Monica. She is great. She knows jujitsu and don't oh. fuck with her. Yeah, my wrist still hurts. <laughs> yeah, that wrist lock. But so you guys um, were all drinking. Did you have? Did you all have like a unison shot together? Yeah. Well, we I was drinking a vodka soda and we got our own drinks. And then Ken was the first person that'd be like. I'm buying everyone a shot of tequila. And then it was Ken sounds of, cool. Hey, Ken. It was kind of tequila shots Shout from the Ken. rest of the night. I want to meet this fucking guy. He buys me a shot. I'll get down with him. <laughs> so you guys are like having tequila shots all day, dancing all night. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody get lost? Did anybody like end Tom. up? Tom. Oh Tom my God. Got lost. Oh my God. No. Hold on. That was the best, the best goddamn story ever. So oh, I shouldn't say that. But. Yes, best story ever. Tom leaves. So it's like 1 a.m. Augie's crowd leaves to go get food or go home or whatever. Tom's like, I'm going to go with them. I'm trying to tell Tom, like, take a house key. He's like, no, no. Tom's drunk. Whatever. He's just trying to go. Describe Tom. Who is Tom? Does does everybody know Tom? uh, Is he smart? Is he dumb? You know what? What is he? He, He's actually, by this whole event, he's going by Reverend Thomas Chandler III. I saw that. I didn't know that he was a reverend. Well, he didn't either, but he He is. Yeah. No, he's not. Yes, he is. You can can be one. You can go pay like 20 bucks and go get officiated on the internet. You too can be a reverend. Yeah. All right. What was that website? W dot <laughs> so, so Reverend Tom was leaving the bar. So yeah, and then I was like, take a house key. And he's like, no. And then Steve and I leave around two. We go I back mean, to the Airbnb. We're at the Airbnb for probably like 10 minutes. 
who shows up? For Tom. Completely okay, hold on. dirty. Hold on. There's a hold on. They're they're okay. We leave at what time? It's like they one. leave. They leave at one, but we went back to the Airbnb at like two. Well, we get there at two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then a few, like a few minutes later, I don't know if he's calling you on the phone. I just I know, can't. Like, I honestly can't remember. Well, I just remember you going like, "Where are you? Where are you?" And blah blah blah, and yeah. like him trying to find it. And then he shows up, and I remember he's filthy. Well, Literally, like dirt all over his shirt and we are just like what happened well we say what happened but i don't internalize any of it i just remember the next day in the morning we're like talking we're chit-chatting we're like yeah blah 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 and and i go like wait no we're not overlooking the mere fact why was your shirt like (laughs) why why was your shirt covered in in, like dirt and like so i think his best the best response that could have been was just like he's all there was a fan look he's all I didn't know where I was walking. There's marshlands everywhere around here. And there was a fence. And I was either going to go over the fence or under the fence. And in my state, I decided to go under the fence, yep. which I think was a smart move. I agree. I smart. agree. Dirty or potential hospital visit, you choose. Oh uh, well, What time was this? What th- when did you show up? Probably around... 10, 2.20. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Two, 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 what? And 10, two, 20? In the morning, yeah. He brought up a good point. He just got a new phone that has like this amazing battery life. If he would have had his old phone, mm. it would have A, been dead. Mm-hmm. And B, or he might have been. He would have been having to wander around Costa Mesa until daylight, until he could find his way back. He'd have to like roast coffee to make a little extra money to get home. <laughs> He's, I'll roast your beans and people just, it probably wouldn't go Dark good. Dark roast them. <laughs> get the oils going. But um, but he was okay. He was good. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. good. We all he had made a good it back time. safe. Yeah, we all had a good time. Uh, it was really. Fun. I know. I know a few people had a rough morning. Uh, but either I, we woke up fine. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I, I woke was, up golden. I was surprised. I was just kind of. Like, I was Dear surprised God. too, because yeah. yeah. I had a couple vodka sodas and. I don't a lot of tequila. shots, and I think I had like I don't two, eat, I, two or okay, three shots. I had can to I just say one. the last time I drank tequila was years ago that I've always like, oh, I don't like tequila. But you know what? Maybe I do if I can drink it like that and wake up feeling that well, good. We're finding the, the real morning. reason why you want to keep competing. <laughs> no, 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 no. That tequila was a good quality tequila, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. I'm about to have oh, to go to Denver for a bachelorette party, so I'm already yes. trying to mentally prepare myself. No. How am I going to do this? No, see, because CBD, issue, Kush wedding no. stuff. Because the issue is that like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm gonna drink like wet, like really bad. I don't know what bad tequila is, but uh, because you, not, you it, don't drink anything that's not amazing. Mm, I'm just trying to think about like, uh, is Tito's bad tequila? I don't know. No, that's, Tito's I don't think is that's, vodka, that's vodka. First of all, and uh, Tito's is great. That's what I ask in all my vodka no, sodas. Yes. Yeah. No. No, you got okay. Shout we need out. To, we need to take her out. Sh- shout out to uh, Young and Yonder in Hillsburg. Really, the one of the best vodkas I've ever had. So, yeah, you, you haven't had it. We're taking Mackenzie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're. But, all right, yeah. so, all right, so th- this is all leading to our nationals championship. So wait, wait, April, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Okay, okay. You're, you're. This is all. You didn't like get drunk before you competed. No. Some Wait. of us did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. no. I so Saturday, Saturday night, I had already competed in cup tasters. He already did roasters, but Saturday night, Austin. Oh, no, no, no. I did a. Uh, what did I do? No, I did cigs, oh, the cigs. cigs and cup tasters. Right. So then I just had to give a speech on my roast. Right, but there was some some like Austin had to compete in cup tasters on Sunday, and he was. That was a bold move to he get was, really drunk. How did yeah. he do? How did he do? Um, maybe like two out of three, or two out of six, or. Three out of six. Uh, he didn't move on. Um, 
I'm sure he feels the same way too, where he was just kind of like, uh. Is Austin the one who did the headphones thing? The headphones? Who did the headphones thing with a. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that's Austin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I watched that online and uh, it was kind of cool. So, yeah, that, that was. He was telling me about his routine before he actually did it. So I was kind of like blown away by what he was telling me and it was kind of interesting. But you got to see it firsthand as a person that doesn't, that hasn't probably seen a barista competition routine. Or I, I think that's what he did, barista or brewers. But either way, he did a really unique routine. And so yeah, I can't I mean, imagine what you saw. I watched a few people uh, compete. Uh, and I was waiting for you, and then I realized I'm not going to video you. So I ended up, like, watching the online live thing for, like, an hour. And it was, you know, it was, part of it was super cool just to see how intense everybody is into this. Because as a person like me, I'm just like, guys, it's, it's just coffee. Relax. Calm down. It's all yeah. right. It gets people kind of annoying, and they talk too much, and you're just you're just feeling that. But uh, he had this thing where he, like the judges would put on uh, headphones, and that would have an audio track going, and then he would be doing his routine at the same time. And for me, like I kind of got the vibe that like watching you practice for the SIGs, it was really difficult for you to be able to say everything you needed to say at the time you needed to say it to somehow connect to everything it is you were doing at the time mm-hmm. and still get it under 10 minutes. So I was like watching him with the headphones thing. I was like, okay, that's kind of, that makes more sense because mm-hmm. then you get the information out there and then you can concentrate on what you're doing. But I was a little confused by it just because I'm confused by all of it in general. But I mean, it was, it was like fun to watch and it seemed very experimental. There were like a lot of people experimenting in general. I saw somebody else do mm-hmm. like a, like honey infused pop rocks or something uh, and that was kind of cool i was like i don't know what the hell that is but it sounds fun <laughs> so i mean that's what i saw with the from an outsider's yeah, point of view so you know we've talked a lot about the other ones and so as far as uh competing in roasting competition what is that going to involve that's going to involve me flying to portland once i get to portland they're going to give me coffee um so the I forget how many coffee competitors are going to be, whether it's like 32 or whatever, but um, uh, for the championship roasters, I'm not exactly sure the number because I know, well, you know what? I think 12 move on, so I think it's 24 roasters. They all, for the first time, get their coffee in Portland, and then you have to do all these things live. So we're going to have to – Mill City brings a truck that have the roasters attached inside, and so we all have to roast on location. And so – I, I, you know, shirtless. It, well, no, I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's your choice. I don't know. That's preferences. But you, um, you, um, you have to do green bean analytics, and so you have to be like, what size are these? Is there defects in them? How many defects? What kind of defects? And then you have to tell them like, I'm gonna roast it like this, and it's gonna lose this much moisture, and based on certain samples you have to kind of guess what it's going to taste like too and then you give them descriptors and all sorts of stuff and then whoever does the best job at it wins so it's a very hands-on and i think it's one of my favorite ones because it's like it's what we've been doing a lot of times and i feel like i have an advantage because a i've already done it one year i made it to fifth place last year and then um i've also flown to minneapolis to hang out with a joe roaster i think uh, so one of the the head dudes at Mill City to play with the machines. And so I've worked with the machines. 
I, f- I know where to w- work on another one if I need a little bit extra time. So, yeah. How important I, yeah. is that? I mean, I watch you guys do what you do, and there's all these different technical pieces. How important is it to know each of these machines? Uh, I think it's super important because if you don't know how it operates, then you're going to be freaking out like while you're trying to operate it. Uh, I got super comfortable that I was able to roast really fast and roast most, most of, uh, multiple batches. So while other people were roasting two batches, I was able to roast three. And that extra third one, really, like, that's a cushion. How do you get an edge? I mean, uh, you were telling me about the size of the beans, and you're, like, sorting them all and trying to get... That was one little trick you said to get an edge. Like, I, where are the edges? Where do you, how do you I get, think, like, a well, one-up? You, you, you have to taste it and just kind of go from there. Like, whatever it tastes like, you have to help emphasize it. So whether it's doing this or doing that. So you, whatever the coffee tastes like, you have to help it. But to me, like... Uh, I feel the real edge was like I paid out of pocket to fly out to Minneapolis to go work on their machines because I saw um, She's the Roaster, which is an Instagram account, but it's also kind of like a trying to empower females and or like um, just any LGBTQ, anybody who's not represented to uh, empower them through roasting. And so I saw them fly out. And so I was just like, oh, we can fly out to the location. So I went there as well because I was like, well, I'm, I'll head out too. So but the, you know that's the roasting competition well we can talk about that more when it happens since you know it's still kind of out of my mind it's a little still tough to wrap that uh, my brain around but yeah i'm going to i want to be better too when we're at these events to kind of be live updating our social media not only for our business but also for our personal podcast account so yeah well okay so that leads to my next question that i got they said they said, let me see, pull this up. When are you going to do a podcast with me? Who asked that? Ken Selby. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. It's right here. But I'm, I'm showing you. So what we'll promise is that... I we'll want to be there. That. Okay. <laughs> we'll, do that. we'll do that live at uh, the expo. So I'll try to bring my equipment so we can do that live. But yeah. So I'll phone in. We'll do a live podcast uh, hopefully out there. Although everybody's doing live podcasts, so it's going to be kind of a ridiculous shit show for everybody. But yeah, um, I don't know. Anyone else feel like they want to add something? Or I'm curious what's next for McKenzie. <clears throat> I mean, I w- I, I've been watching this thing, and that was your first time. And I know that it's difficult in general to you know fail, even though I don't see it as failing. It's right. more uh, I don't I don't consider it failing. I just I'm like. I mean, like I said, it's just given me a lot more motivation to, to A, do it again next year, and B, like, I want to be, I want to do other things besides competitions. Like, I want to go to San Francisco and do latte art throwdowns and just be more involved, because every time I go to these events, I, it's, I'm reminded, like, oh, there's these other super cool people that are just as passionate about coffee as me, and to be able to kind of, like, nerd out in a completely casual social setting about coffee is really fun. So I don't know. I also feel, I don't know if lucky's the word, but I'm glad I have Steve as a peer and like a colleague just because he is well known and he has been in the industry a lot longer than me. So I can kind of, he's, I kind of look at him as kind of like a mentor. How long have you been in the industry? Um, I mean, I've only been with Black Oak, and I'm coming up on seven years. Okay. 
So, but you I see was, coffee being a future for you. Like, how do you feel about coffee? Yeah. Is this, are you getting competitive? It sounds like you're getting inspired. No, What's going I on? love coffee. I love coffee. Like I ideally, if I were to ever leave Black Oak, which I have no intention right now, it, I would hopefully go into another coffee position somewhere. But, um, that's something I like find interesting. Everybody that gets into the coffee industry, it seems like something you can do yeah. your whole life. Yeah. Cause there's, there's room to grow. Like there's always new things happening and there's, there's kind of always something to do. I mean, even if you're a, like you do press for coffee for events, like there's so many different aspects you can do within coffee. It doesn't have to be a barista. You don't have to roast. You don't have to be a cup taster. You know, like I'm, I would only say in the last like three or four years, I started really getting serious and interested about coffee. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited to see where the future holds. Like I can do my own research and see like, Oh, what event we go to next. But like I said, I feel I'm, I'm glad that I have Steve because he's kind of a foot into that door. Not that I'm going to kind of like hang on Steve's achievements, but like if he obviously has like an event he knows about, like I'm just more apt to go than I was like four years ago. For, for example, um, some of the events coming up, we got Golden Bean. Golden Bean in North America. It's in Phoenix this year? Phoenix, Arizona. Golden Bean. Hello, I'm Mr. Golden Bean. uh, We have uh, Melbourne International Coffee Expo, also known as MICE. Uh, That's the month after April, May. Well, and then Uh, April we have the competition. The SCA, which is where the the, uh, nationals are at. Uh, And then, yeah. Well, what else? There's, uh, you know, like I always wish that these would stop, but they don't. They never stop. The competitions? Wanna, no, yeah. Hmm. I wish they would stop because I've been like nervous eating since December. I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, I put yeah. on like a, it's chicken it? wings every day. Well, it's like 50, I put on fifty pounds since December because like the only way that I can relax was eating. So that that's kind of been like a, I, a you know. It was a fun journey getting down to 185 and then a nervous hot mess getting back to 230. And so we're staying, we're holding steady. But the, you know, I blame a little bit of winter because that's winter and all that stuff. But uh, that's also, though, something that him and I have like had somewhat in common is like we're both kind of in this like journey to fitness and being healthy and stuff. So is competitions getting the way for you? Only, I mean, not really like the traveling part put a big dent in my like workout schedule, but that's literally like the only, because my eating, I'm not meal planning and stuff. I'm not there yet. I was, but that dropped off way before leaving for the competition. So yeah, I've been watching him. Mm -mm. (laughs) That was like Hector right there. He's like, he's like, I know I've been, I know I got that DM. He's like, you've been working out, bro. I'm like, nah, what does it show? He's like, yes. I was like, damn, But he's not wrong. I mean, I, you know, but it's that same thing too, where it's just like, you know what? Like, so the health journey has been for a lot of coffee industry people. It was just kind of like when I started wanting to do mine, I started noticing it more, but it's been already happening where I think everybody does the same thing too, where we're kind of like super hyper-focused on coffee and then we kind of forget ourselves. And then we're kind of left with this thing where we're like, all we are is work. And then at a certain point, you have to turn it around and kind of focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. But then you don't have time 
the competitions really take a lot out of you. The cup tasters and the roasters, not as much, but anything else like barista brewers and, you know, like I, I can see that kind of really cutting into your life just because no boss is going to be like, oh, you don't want to work today. You just want to practice. You have to practice after work. And that was kind of the. You yeah. say that it doesn't take as much out of you as a roaster? Yeah, because I'm already doing all the stuff that I'm doing already. So it doesn't really. You usually, you usually go in after work for like four hours and sort beans. Well, the oh yeah, well, I mean the sorting beans is like something else, but I mean like it, it the sorting bean only happens after you roast, and you don't roast every day to practice and you, roasting. that kind of stuff you're able to do while you roast for work. You can be roasting a bunch of the yeah. You can have like 26 of the same coffee that you're roasting on the same line, and you can sit there and screen your beans while you do that. Well, the, and yeah, and the issue is that like you're not really practicing on coffee that you're not going to be competing with because the practicing on other coffee. Uh, up to an extent isn't as beneficial as with the coffee you're going to be working with. So I don't, I don't know, but it, it doesn't feel like it takes a whole lot out as opposed to the brewers and the baristas. And from what I now saw the SIGs. Yeah. All right. Ken said he's <laughs> down to do a live podcast or not live, but record a podcast at uh, expo. Yeah. Where is he at? Where does he live? Uh, he's in Seattle. He works for bloom coffee roasters. Why doesn't he just come visit? Oh man, I don't, I don't know. There's not really. Ken, come visit. I want to meet you. He's like, I wish we had like a vacant house. We can just invite people and be like, stay here. A vacant house? You mean like a trap house? We can get some tents. <laughs> there's, there's bridges here. Ken, come on down. Hang out with me. We'll, we'll get drunk. I'll bring my kush. We can. We we'll can buy you some night. tequila shots. Oh dear God, no more tequila shots. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, you know, I plan on doing a half an hour, and it went to, we're at 57 minutes. So that's how these things go. We just have so much interesting stuff to talk about. We need, we are going to get better, though, about doing episodes more regularly. That's not true. That is true. That is true. I keep waiting. Teach me how to set all this stuff up, and I will do it by myself then. Well, you know, like, we can drill holes in the table, maybe, and just leave the equipment thing. The issue is the editing. Yeah, I don't know Like, well, if we want to make it sound, like, chill, as opposed to, like, make it sound all, like... Like, we can do it all live, but, like, I feel like that's, seven, like, the the time it takes to record, you can whittle it down to, like, compress it to a little bit more. You yeah, know, like all of this right now that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, basically. All right. Mackenzie, outro. What's that sound like? That's great. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us on episode three of Tasting Notes. Our first and last. No, bum, not bum, last. Bum. We'll see you guys next time. Hopefully next time we'll have a few more things to talk about. Hopefully there won't be as much of an absence in between this episode and the next All right, episode. I already stopped it. I stopped recording. Well, that's a right, well, Bye. I really like Bye. the way Bye. I sound. Well, <laughs> I sound so cool right now. All right, that, now I'm stopping it. All right, peace out. So my first memory, I was a child. <laughs>